Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host. Happy Tuesday. Or let's just say Monday going into Tuesday. I hope you guys are having a blessed evening or blessed night or blessed morning. Because this podcast here is going to be posted up probably in the morning. That's what time I want to post it up. So we're going to uh, finish where we left off at with... Uh, the discussion about New Orleans and uh, last discussion we had, we were talking about the cuisines, the food down there. So I, I got to hear more of the some of the, the treats of uh, New Orleans and what they have. And I know Mardi Gras is going to be coming real soon. Is, is that the next event, Mardi Gras? Well, yeah. Uh, well, not really because you got New Year's. Uh, we got a couple of bowl games, local bowl games, New Orleans Bowl. Uh, Sugar Bowl, uh, and then uh, New Year's dropping of the ball, and then before you know it, we'll be into uh, full swing. They call it the 12th night, Mardi Gras. Uh, that's when the king cakes go on sale, and Mardi Gras beads are in the air and all over the place, and you see the purple, yellow, and gold, the traditional Mardi Gras colors. So, yeah, it's, it's it'll be in effect mid-January all the way into the 14th of February. Now, I'm, I'm going to be comparing like uh, two different states of uh, how they cook and the, the different types of food that they have. Like, we know how New Orleans is based on, you know, uh, the seafood, you know, and the gumbo, all of that. And I know you just visit Chicago. And uh, how was your experience there? Chicago was pretty good, man. Actually, good weather. Uh, I happened to get in uh, in the middle of the week till Saturday, and it was pretty good weather, not as cold. Uh, so, yeah, I got a chance to try a few places out there, man. I, they had uh, this Cleo's Chicken. was pretty good. Went to, uh, I forgot the name of it. It's uh, a Caribbean restaurant, man. I had some oxtails, and it was off the chain. Uh can't think i can't remember the name of it but uh it'll come to me shortly but yeah i had uh i had a real nice time you know uh i was feeling digging the vibe of the city or what have you so it was pretty dope experience uh i must say now um so some of the food there in chicago what uh Foods that you get a, you get a chance to eat because I know you're from New Orleans, so you know you're used to the food down there. Did you did you try any uh, of their 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 foods like the their ribs and uh, uh, what else they got? They got uh, they're known for the this yeah yeah, yeah this uh, deep dish pizza popcorn is the the ones that people kind of know for Chicago, but I also had, yeah, like I said, Cleo's chicken was good. Uh, it was a nice little chicken spot, uh, that was recommended to me. Um, I also got an opportunity to eat at this place called, uh, Garf, J-A-R-G-A-R-I-F-U-N-A, Caribbean Cuisine, G-A-R-I-F-U-N-A. A Caribbean cuisine, Caribbean cuisine was real good. Oxtails, I highly recommend it, and everything that was dope. So, you know, it was all good. 
Now, I think, uh, so I know you, you got a chance to uh, visit the, uh, I think Chicago is calling it uh, a uh, historical landmark in Chicago for uh, Emmett Till, his childhood home. And I was uh, reading um, that, um, I believe it was a three-bedroom uh, apartment. Uh, it was a three-bedroom home, second floor, uh, where he lived at until 1962. And his, um, his, um, who was this? Uh, it's a legacy of, of, of where he's, his childhood, of uh, where his mom, you know, um, um, practically, uh, you know, raised him there. You know, I know he had family members uh, in uh, Mississippi as well. But um, so they have made this a, a nonprofit um, uh, organization has dedicated protecting the uh the building right now in the neighborhood uh urban green spaces uh so i know you got a chance to uh, go out there and visit it and uh what did it feel like looking at that home and looking at uh emmett till the history of emmett till of that home itself just looking at it man it was also real uh 6427 yeah address just looking at it out of the house uh brought back some historical memories of what I learned in school and really I honestly kind of almost forgot it was in Chicago because you, you get you get so caught up in where he was actually drugged in Mississippi you kind of forget about where his original home was so I thought it was a dope experience uh, I actually got to pass and see it uh, it's just so much history in Chicago so much so much uh, culture there uh it's just it's just a lot even understanding the neighborhood as as well as Haydale Park etc you know so yeah i think this was actually cool too because um i actually did get caught up in the hype of uh yeah caught up in the hype of where uh where he uh was killed at uh in mississippi where they call it the lynching. So, you know, not knowing a lot of people, you know, some people know the story, some people don't, you know, know that he actually, you know, was from Chicago and his mom, you know, sent him down there. I don't know how true the story is with his mom not wanting him to go, um, but the building itself, uh, which they made a landmark, uh, I believe uh, they got here last year. The National Trust for Historic uh, Preservation listed Robert Temple, Robert's Temple Church of God in Christ, the church where Emmett's funeral was held, uh, as one of the United States' most uh, endangered uh, historic places. The church is uh, designated as a uh, Chicago landmark. Uh, um, and I guess, you know, they didn't want to lose that you know, the property get, you know, destroyed or just whatever. So they wanted, to, you know, to keep it as a landmark there, which I think is good, too, because, um, um, I mean, that just wipes away history. You know, we knew uh, the city or the town where he got lynched at, you know, and I don't think too many people are, you know, really going to be traveling there. I mean, unless they, you know, want to get, you know, uh, a good look and image of the town itself. And probably where actually where all this uh, the killing occurred, um, 
but it's a 2,400 square uh, foot structure was purchased uh, in October of 2020 by Blacks and, and Green, an organization that serves as a uh, bridge and crystal to develop green, self-sustaining, mixed-income, walkable villages in African-American communities, according to uh, its website. So, uh, I mean, once again, I, I got to get that again from you. Like, so you, you saw the, the, the building itself. Uh, we know uh, a lot of cities, we see homes and <laughs> a lot of people don't get a chance to see like how Chicago is actually structured because they got like a lot of apartments uh, upstairs and downstairs. Like they're like, like they're like almost like brimstone or you know, brick-wise, uh, upstairs, downstairs. We would call them duplex in uh, Wisconsin. But uh, just looking at that home and you you looking at history itself, like, you know, what else did you see there? Saw what once looks, I guess, was and continues to be a nice neighborhood. Uh, you know, the address 6427 South St. Lawrence Ave was, you know, just driving down the, the block was, you know, so real uh just like a typical uh nice american block you know uh well kept yards street was clean you know broke down cars or nothing you know it's it was real nice and you know to know that that's where Emmett Till grew up man that, that just can show you the strong sense of community that is out in chicago uh it was actually my first time on the street first time seeing the house and so i thought it was it was it was kind of breathtaking um uh kind of knowing the story and and remembering some of the important parts of 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 his death and you know his mother keeping the casket open and man it just make you just it's just it'll send you back and i think uh, you know i encourage anybody who ever uh, takes a trip to chicago i mean we could talk about I've been to the uh, the pier, the Navy Pier, and the Chicago Soldier Stadium, and all these other White Sox Stadium and Wrigley Field. I can talk about all these other landmarks and um, what have you. But you know, I, I think it's very important that you stop over there on South St. Lawrence Street because that is just as important as these other. Uh, major uh, venues and historical landmarks in Chicago. So uh, it was it was very interesting. That's real cool. Um, you know, I know when you travel sometimes, you know, me myself, I'm like, a, uh, I procrastinate a lot. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a pop-up guy. I just, I just pop up in the city. I, I, I don't plan. I, I may decide that day just to go, and I'll, I'll just go. And that usually costs you more money when you just try to just pop up somewhere. That usually costs a lot of money. And I've been caught in that position many times. Um, so how do you, you, when you prepare to travel and you're going somewhere, and you're saying, well, I'm, I'm going to go here, and you already got it already uh, scheduled, and what's your thought, and do you just... Uh, get to know the city uh look up the city and where you're going to travel at and move around and meet some of these different places 
Well, you know, what's so cool nowadays, you don't really need a travel agent. I can do my own travel agency. Um, uh, basically, before I go in any city, you know, I, I do like everybody else, book a ticket, find a hotel room, and go with it from there. And for the most part, you know, I got guys and females I follow on Instagram that suggest things, and then, you know, you can search in the city what's good to eat then you get popular uh feeds off of some of these uh instagram posts and then i go with it from there i mean i'm always uh supporting black owned businesses giving it a try some good some bad some you know they just give you the kind of service they won't give you but and still in all i give them an opportunity and a chance so you know i mean you can't hit everything so you got to kind of narrow it down uh i'm, I'm more into the community so you're not going to see me eat too much in the downtown tourist areas you know if you get in the in the community man you find out you know where all the mom and pops uh restaurants is and you know pop-up shops and independent businesses and um what have you so um that's kind of pretty much how i go of course if they are significant landmarks that i want to see or need to see then i go see those but uh for the most part i just you know i just i just wing it you know and you know you just never know you know you can't really plan you just gotta kind of talk to people you might meet somebody in the airport and you know i'm real good when i'm at the rental car place uh tell me your favorite spot to eat you know i'll ask somebody and usually they'll kind of guide me in the right direction because everybody got to eat, you know. Yeah, we all got to eat. <laughs> we all got to eat. But Chicago got a lot of places you can go eat. Um, I know the pizza and uh, I know when you go past, uh, is that the Cup? No, it's the White Sox Stadium. You can actually smell the, I think it's either the polar sausages, man. Like you just smell that and you're like, wait a minute, I'm gonna have an accident. <laughs> if your window's down, this is in this what? Summertime, you you can hey, just follow your nose. Uh, you also uh, went to uh, check out a play uh, called The Wiz. And uh, this play is actually uh, being shown right now in different cities. And I know you got an opportunity to see it there in Chicago. How was that play? Man, that was that was a dope play. Uh, the Wiz, uh, it's actually pre it's a pre Broadway show play. Uh, it's starting to make its way around. Uh, it's it's been it's in Chicago right now. I think the first of the year it's gonna start. Um, they're gonna be in L.A. and eventually it'll get on Broadway in New York. But uh, it's a uh, it's a play. It's it's real good. Uh, I recommend anybody. To see it, it's got some several big names in there, like Deborah Cox, uh, Melanie Betts, just to name a few. Uh, it's 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 real good. It's based off of the Wiz Wiz of Oz, and uh, it's a got a nice, not a nice uh, music, uh, and I think you know it's all black cast, of course, and. Uh, it's 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 worth going to see. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I'm not gonna give too much of it up. Uh, I uh, it's it's such a great musical, and um, you just you just gotta go see it. Uh, the singing. Uh, there's some there's some 
culture in there. They even got a little New Orleans culture in there. I guess I shouldn't have gave that up, but uh, it's very colorful and uh, the, the, just the characters that are in, they play those parts so well. So uh, I recommend it. It's called The Wiz. Uh, I'm sure it'll make its way around the country. Like I said, I think it'll be in, it'll be in L.A. in January, in March, and then I don't know what the rest of 2024 schedule is. Um, but, yeah, it's called The Wiz, and you should definitely check it out. Oh, yeah, they got a um, – there's a lot of names here. You you named quite a, a few of them. I know Deborah Cox is familiar because she used to be an R&B singer, so – uh there's a, a a lot of uh people that were uh Wayne Brady. Yeah, Wayne Brady is in this too. Yeah, yeah. Like I said it's dope, man. It's it, it, it it's a dope cast. Uh it's a dope cast and it's Yeah, it's uh it, it's 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 going to do very well. I see they're playing in uh, Atlanta, and they're having to play in, I believe that would be, is that Greenville, North Carolina, and Chicago, you just saw it, and uh, I believe the next road trip is going to be San Diego, so they'll be showing this play in San Diego, so, um, you know, the plays are getting real popular now, so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, uh, we've seen a lot of musicians, um, probably they're investing into plays. Uh, I think you mentioned somebody from uh, SWV. Yeah. Uh, well, the 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 director of it is uh, I don't want to say her name wrong. It's uh, Shy Shell Williams. Um, but you know, uh, there's so many different people that's got their hands in it, even down to the to the makeup design, the music director. There's it's it's a number of people uh that uh that take part in the play and uh i'm i believe and i have to look it up i think uh one of the 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 creative directors of it uh was um uh let me get her name i don't want to say it wrong hold on uh i don't want to say her name wrong hold on It's Jacqueline Knight. Yeah, she was the is the director and creative director of the Wiz. Uh, so uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, cast. And I, like I said, I think it'll do well. Uh, I was impressed by it. Um, uh, I hope people continue to come out and support it. Uh, hopefully. Uh, but uh, you, you, you're going to be amazed. You definitely got to see it. And uh, hopefully uh, it'll it'll do it'll do well in 2024. I'm, I already knew it did well in Chicago because it was a packed house. Yeah, man, Chicago is, is uh, for me, that's my born state. So I'm, I'm familiar, uh, quite familiar with Chicago. And um, it's a very um, culture uh, African-American culture state for me it is because um, when I travel to different places I can notice where I came from and other places I go that culture sometimes split up to categories by then uh, 
So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm not seeing enough of my my people. That was my uh, experience when I lived in California. I was seeing mostly Spanish, and I'm like, okay, I started to get a really kind of homesick. Like, I, I wasn't seeing enough of my own African Americans, and I'm like, okay, is that is that is that normal to feel homesick? Not being around your own people and it actually is true it's like you will lose touch of yourself and you know that you're losing touch of yourself because you're not around your people what does that mean i couldn't find the food that i would normally eat i couldn't find some of the the household stuff that i would normally buy uh all my types of necessities like eat like cocoa butter stuff like that i i lived in the valley part so i couldn't find things there i just couldn't find it there and i felt like i was the only black guy in the valley <laughs> that's the way it felt but eventually i found my way towards crenshaw towards uh slauson uh towards inglewood and i, I started to feel feel myself come back home because I, I found the place where i could go be around uh, my people, which is something that I, I needed. I just needed that because I was losing touch of myself. Not disrespecting any other cultures out there, but trust me, you lose touch. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like when you are uh, having Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner with a uh, Japanese and Filipino family, and no disrespect, their food is different from ours. Um, I, I try to, you know, uh, you know, give it a, a shot you know a chance some things i could eat some things I, I just couldn't eat like i'm not i'm not good with eating duck but at the same time i um i um i would notice that there was always a a box of popeye's chicken <laughs> and i'm thinking popeye's chicken that don't help but that's all i had to do was to to eat that that's the only closest uh <laughs> home as i could get chicken <laughs> but uh, so, you know, I, I showed the uh, post of Emmett Till's uh, residency, and I noticed uh, in the post, somebody said, hey, that's real cool. You went to go see that area there, but you got to be real careful over there. Uh, you can come up missing over there. It's real bad over there. And that's why I was asking you when you were over there, how did you feel and what did you see all around there? That Did you feel any threat? Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. I mean, it's like any neighborhood in any other urban and major city. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I was out walking around, taking a stroll, you know, getting the nice air off, uh, Lake Michigan right there. And, uh, it was a pretty day and it was afternoon. So I felt safe just as safe I would ever as I was anywhere in any other part of Chicago. Uh obviously it wasn't at night. And so uh yeah. Uh you can't get caught up in these stereotypes. Like I tell people and they they say New Orleans is a dangerous city. And I got I, I say it is if you're looking for the wrong type of stuff that you you shouldn't be looking for after hours, then anything could be dangerous. But I mean if you broad daylight and you in the area you need to be where it's it's thriving and popping and people are hustling and bustling and you know you should be okay so but i mean to each his own you know so 
I mean, I just wouldn't limit myself on seeing things and doing things based off of uh, connotations or judgments of other people, you know, so. Yeah, I was saying the same thing, you know, uh, like when I started going to uh, Slauson and Crenshaw and uh, I'm like, man, I'm scared. I'm, uh, I'm scared to be over here because you so so caught up in the hype of the program of television and sometimes uh, social media and sometimes media itself, news will tell you it's bad here, it's bad there, don't go there, don't go there. And, you know, you're not, you know, threatened or anything, but you feel like you are threatened not to go there. So that's how I felt when I was in California. I started making my way towards Slauson and Crenshaw. I'm like, I don't care about the risk now. But once I got over there, I started noticing, like, wait a minute. Is television misleading leading me, making me think that it's bad? Because I looked at that side of town, like, wait a minute. This could be from any city I, I stayed in that could be bad. Or if you're out there at the wrong time of the night. Or just caught up in a situation where you know something tragic could happen but my experience there for those eight nine years i felt like hey every time i went i had no problem and the people over there on slauson and the crenshaws you know they were black business owners and i, I just saw a, a different culture uh, moving and uh, people uh, working together and um, i just saw something that was more soulful like people getting together and they're holding events and then I started seeing that in in a mixed culture as well but also I saw it in my own culture so I knew then that you know maybe television is is misleading me because we know there's bad neighborhoods everywhere so just me just being there and someone says well you know what it's bad and it's like wait a minute I, I'm, I'm trying to see what you are seeing that I don't see you know, my location of me uh, going by Baldwin Hills, you know, that opened my mind up to see that, you know, this is like a, a black rich neighborhood. Wow, it was unbelievable. You had a trip there in uh, Baldwin Hills. What was your experience? Man, now that's a whole another experience there when you talk about L.A. But, yeah, that 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 Baldwin Hills, that uh, Inglewood, Crenshaw area in L.A., Compton, man, that's – that's some more culture, man. Being from the South, obviously, is different for me. Um, you, you actually see some, some strong-knit communities, and you can see where, you know, that was the black mecca of middle class in some areas like Baldwin Hills, the the for-real Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know, it was only a TV show to me, but in reality, it was real life for others you know and to know that that even exists and in, in those hills like that man that's just you know for a southern boy that's like whoa you know that's what we would say but that's uh would be amazing man basically uh so i mean it's in i always encourage people to travel and get out of their comfort zones get out your pond step into the ocean you know, if you if you're real venturous, step into the seas, and that means other countries, you know, uh, other nations, and there's just so much out there. You just can't be limited, and that's that's kind of how I live my life, man. And you know, I'm always trying to see something new and different, and I'm trying to instill that in anybody I run across because 
if all you know is your Martin Luther King, there's a Martin Luther King in almost every major city in the United States. So you don't know there's so much to to be seen and there's so much opportunity, you know, and you just sometimes you just got to get out, and you know, and explore and you'd be surprised and talking to the different people and understanding the way certain people live and how they grew up and you know that's why i encourage people to do that man travel see the world other than just your backyard and you know i always uh find that to be so true because um i got out of wisconsin i made my way to other states and it's like my brain just started just unlocking more and just seeing uh opportunity and seeing uh more meaning i had i had opportunities which unlocks other avenues into your life you know from where i came from it was like this is it and these are the people that can only have and you can't have this but they can have this and uh once i got away from that state and start noticing like wow and then when i made my way to california boom my mind opened up even more because i started seeing what television was demonstrating and people are saying it just just something totally different like you got to go see yourself and wherever you go in life no matter where you go you still just look over your shoulder and just just know better and just do the right thing with yourself and guide yourself through situations like whatever so you stay on the right path you stay out you stay out the hole in the wall cubby holes where you know you shouldn't be at 2 a.m you'll be all right man i mean just just go see some of these historical landmarks and places and plays that these cities have to offer and you know it's more it's more to it than just the clubs you know and the strip clubs and all that there's other there's other beauties i encourage people to even look go to the botanical garden man they have some beautiful botanical gardens all over the United States, they have some good ones in Canada. Even I went to the one in Montreal one time. So, I mean, you know, uh, San Diego has a good zoo. I recommend the Safari Zoo. I mean, it's it's different things you can plan to do each year of your your life, and you know, it's what you make of it. You you know, you can budget. It doesn't cost that much. You know, um, you can get you can get a courtyard Marriott for ninety nine during the week maybe 89 depending on the season you know you don't have to go all the time in the summer you can go in the fall you can go when school start i just encourage people just get out man get out and see some things you know i think about that outcast song you need to get out get out what is it get out and go get something don't never let the life of your time pass by you know and so i just you know growing up listening to that i, I live by that fully and you know don't don't spend all your life working don't wait till you say, I'm going to retire and see. See it now. See it while you can walk. No problem. Your knees ain't hurting while you're healthy. You might want to take a jog through Central Park, you know, stuff like that. So it's all good. Yeah, those uh, those cities cities have changed. Those, those times have changed among us, and it's not the same no more. Everything's different. Everything's... Uh, Everything's did just different and, and better now, and technology has played a part in that too. So, uh, in some ways, we are you know being protected, you know, and 
there's some ways that we're not. But right now, I believe that we are. Uh, earlier, we were talking today about uh, like insurances and stuff. Like, um, you know, sometimes you know, um, you know, we lose loved ones, and sometimes we don't have the the funding for the arrangements and sometimes that's a big toll on the family you know especially the person who's uh, a little bit more mature they got to try to figure out a way how to handle those situations but what's your advice on um, 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 preparing and, and um, getting the right type of insurance um, for your your family or for yourself in general well you know being and I've been through it, you know, with the loss of my mom a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I encourage people to do what you can. Uh, first and foremost, if you have a daughter or a son that's young of age, get them a Gerber policy. I mean, I know some folks may not can afford two to three policies or one for themselves, but at least give your child one. Uh, you can get a Gerber policy for eight, nine, ten year old for as cheap as thirty bucks, man. And you want a whole life, you know. I can't. I ain't here to give advice. I'm just here to say, you know, study your options, weigh it out. You know, whole life. You know, you want cash. Uh, you want something that's gonna grow cash value uh, as your child age. Nobody wants to prepare for death, but death is is like taxes. It's gonna happen. So. I would encourage people, you know, to, you know, start off with their kids young and that way they have something when they get to be 18 and they can continue it once they're an adult or, or most importantly, have something for yourself so that your loved ones don't have to set up GoFundMes and stuff. And I think that's just a part of being responsible and what I called, uh, I basically would say a personal responsibility. I think we got to start looking at that. Uh, um, it's, it's, there's companies out there, there's knowledge out here. You can just Google it. You can call and speak to someone. So it's not like it's something that, that's, that's hidden. You know, there was an old saying, if you want to keep something for some, a couple of people, you put it in the book. Well, now, nah, you know, we all got the internet book. You ain't got to read it. You can just type it in, you know, you can hit Google. Tell me this, you know, and whatever, whatever. So I just encourage people to do that, uh, you know, I, I try to uh, tell people about the little stuff that I have and, you know, the little knowledge that I gained over the last couple of years and, you know, what I got started. They even have uh, just a little FY of whole life policies that grow cash value and you can pay it in 20 years and it'd be paid in full. But the cash value continues to grow as you live. So, you I mean, you know, you can call whatever life insurance company you want to look into uh and you know they'll give you some information on it but i I do believe if you know sometimes we need to have our business in order it's like having our house in order you know having yourself together where you can hopefully build wealth for your kids and be not a burden to your kids and and also giving them what i consider a head start in life you know so i think it's important uh, and even eating healthy, living healthy, exercising, you know, doing things in moderation, drinking, staying away from drugs and alcohol. You know, you hear people talk about it, 
but it's easy if you can coordinate this within your daily process, you know, even learning how to eat, you know, and the portions to eat, you know, because uh, ain't nothing like your health, you know. You only got one body, so you want to take care of it and protect it if it's at all possible. Oh, man, definitely that. Um, that's that's what I, I believe in to doing, too. Um, I, I, I try to watch everything I do eat, and I know what, what not to eat and what belongs in my body. Um, I, I, I believe it's been working kind of good for me uh, maintaining and also, I know my family history of uh, health and, you know, any elements from cancer to diabetes and um, high blood pressure that runs in the family. I, I'm aware of all of those things. And sometimes um, sometimes uh, our parents don't discuss that with us, but sometimes you can just have your ear and listen. You just never know. Uh, but I think it's something that we should always share uh, with our our family our kids and stuff you know just to you know keep them in line and keep them in good health uh, uh leave them with something that's gonna uh, uh to have them you know to you know live prosper and have a, a longer life to live with their families as as they grow and uh, as they produce and uh, i believe those insurances policies are so important because i've seen a lot where you know, families can't properly bury that loved one the way they want to, and they have to, uh, you know, get other donations and whatever. Uh, I believe they would say the state would give, and the state doesn't give much. Back then, I was hearing, well, the state ain't gonna give you no more than two fifty. Well, come on, like that's still not enough. But if you can get the rest, that leads to how that person will be um, laid to rest. Uh, me going into the details of it, I don't want to, uh, you know, be, you know, a certain way about it. But at the same time, um, things that we should talk about with our loved ones and what to do and who's going to be responsible to handle those things and, and maintain the, the proper uh, uh, way of handling that business the right way and make sure that, you know, we lay our loved ones um, to rest properly. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. Matter of fact, I need to look into uh, more policies myself, um, especially when you get, you, sometimes you could have some, 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 sometimes you can have some loved, some loved ones who are just a little too wild out there and you, and you don't see it going the right way. So you probably want to have that person in the policy. You ain't wishing it. I'm just saying, like, shit can happen and i've seen it happen many times but anyway let's let's get off that subject of <laughs> policies but yeah um but what food did you eat in chicago like what did you get the chance to eat well i had a deep dish pizza uh i had you know i, I like uh giordano's deep dish pizza i had that I had, uh, like I said, I had I had some Caribbean food, some oxtails was off the chain, and then um, Cleo's chicken. I had that. That was pretty good. It was a long wait, but I guess the wait was worth it. But it was it was good. And um, shoot, what else I had? They had I had a they had a late night uh 
Mexican place that had a pretty good uh steak bowl, but I forgot the name of the place, but it was pretty good. So uh then I had a couple of pies from a pop up shop from off the Navy Pier lady. Uh had a black owned business and she was selling some um, apple cobbler, some she had a couple of pecan pies and stuff. It was pretty good. I actually brought some home. So I mean it's you know I didn't get a chance to hit a whole lot. I wasn't there that long. It was only there for two or three days, but I got it in, you know, and you know you can't eat a whole lot of food. I did go to Chinatown and get some shrimp fried rice from one of these Chinese restaurants with their orange chicken, so it's pretty dope. You also went to a, um, I believe it was a, a black-owned business a, a store that sold a lot of items. Uh, I know... Uh, I found a good spot here, uh, out here in Texas. They had lots of black-owned books, like, like, like all kinds of books. I never figured they would even still have these. I know they, the books would be online, but the prices would be a little bit high. But the store that I went to, um, what was that area called? Uh, they always said, "Don't go over there. This is bad." I'll get you that, that that info on that. But this book had all this store had all kind of black owned uh uh books and just they they just had so many things in there. I, I don't know, I thought I was in paradise, but so many books and I know some of those books would be very expensive online, but you found the place in Chicago that you went to that had things. Yeah, man, I uh it was uh uh culture connection that was the name of the the, the, the place uh it's actually an african uh store it's they have it on instagram that's another way i figure out found out about it. it's called culture culture connection 360 and man i went in there they had some i got me some nice sea moss they had all kind of herbs they had uh all kind of drinks uh, they had some African books, some attire if you're interested in it, and a lot of natural stuff, uh, organic, a lot of organic things there. Uh, so it was a pretty cool store. Um, they actually have a website, and it's it's Culture Connection 360, I think, .com. And they're on Instagram, so you can pull them up. Uh, it's in Chicago. Uh uh and shoot it's a pretty good it's a pretty good spot and i always tend to like to stop at the little african bookstores because it might be a book in there that I, I hadn't seen or don't know about and can run across so uh, those tend to be some of my regular stops uh as well so and i encourage people to look into that too as well uh especially when they go to la that there's some some good stuff. Uh, the Malik Bookstore is the one I go to in uh, L.A. over there, um, and that has man, that place has some things in it, some nice books if you're into reading or what have you. So, just FYI. But yep, that's 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 another little niche uh, uh, place that I tend to stop at uh, from city to city. So you. Um you are making a trip back there to L.A. Oh, I, rec- I recommend everybody just go there and visit. Um, uh, just go visit and uh, check out some of those places out, out over there on uh, Slauson Avenue. Uh, a lot of black-owned businesses, so you will come across a lot of stuff. Matter of fact, just um, 
just like you said, Google it and um, just see, you know, if you're going to plan a trip for yourself, just if you want to make it more efficient and uh, get more things done, just plan it. You know, if you can rent a car, that's even better because you can kind of like, you know, travel better that way than you, <laughs> these expensive ass Ubers right now. Like, matter of fact, how much is the Uber down there in uh in New Orleans? The price wise, didn't you say it was expensive? Man, I'm gonna tell you if it's uh if you got if we got something going on in the city, a Uber from MSY Louis Strong Louis Armstrong Airport to downtown Canal may cost you eighty to ninety dollars. You can get a rental for two days for eighty ninety dollars. Triple A discount at Hertz or or National or somewhere or Enterprise. So uh yeah, man, those Ubers tend to be it's the it depends on the demand. They can be high. Uh, the cheapest I ever seen it is forty dollars, and that's like a slow night on a Tuesday. Ain't nothing going on. But if you're coming in town for big events, you you're gonna pay uh, pretty much for the Uber. So it's always recommended if they are with a hotel that has a van that can pick you up to get you down there, then you'll be good. Cause one thing about New Orleans is, is everything is in walking distance. So. You know, you just got to get downtown. And, you know, if you got somebody, then you can put up 50 bucks or 60 a piece, and then you just do the one ride down, and that's fine, too, because then you won't have to worry about parking and parking tickets. So, but, yeah, Uber, depending on the demand, can be pretty pricey. Yeah, these points, uh, points and stuff you get with these motels and stuff, that really makes a difference. Also, points with... Uh, just, you know, if you're a frequent uh, flyer, you know, that's important, too. Uh, kind of, like, helps you out um, with spending, you know. You don't have to spend that much, you know. So the, the more you spend... Uh, I mean, the, more, the, the, the more discounts you can take advantage of works out well. You know, I always encourage people to uh, look for the cheaper price, look for the discounts. AAA has real good discounts with Marriott. Marriott got a hotels in every city every country for that matter of fact and it's different levels you know fairfield courtyard but just look at the prices and and even when you book you can call the day before and be like hey did this hotel price drop because that has happened to me several times i guess the demand uh wasn't there so they go to dropping the prices so you know just because you book it two months in advance at one price you could call it the day before and just say hey did the price drop and if it did there you go you, you know that's 50 more dollars you could use somewhere else or supporting some other business that that could probably use your help so uh don't be afraid to do that i do that on the daily because prices fluctuate you know it's kind of not like the airlines well you can get a cheaper price but then they raise it up two days before well hotels are a little different they ain't got nothing going on, and they'll still drop the prices just to, you know, get somebody in that room. So just don't be afraid to do that. That's another traveling tip, by the way. Man, okay, all right. Well, guys, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this show up, and um, um, this will be my uh, episode uh, one eighty nine, one eighty nine. I'm gonna try to get to two hundred <laughs> before the new year. Get in here. That's the goal. So I know, guys, I know I got to push out more, push out more, and we're working on that. But uh, I want to thank my guest for coming by and uh, dropping some jewels down about his uh, trips 
and just the culture itself. And uh, he always say that he always support um, black owned. Uh, he always do that when he travel. Yeah, I do, man. And anybody get a chance, check out the Wiz. Uh, yeah, it's Candy Burris. That was the one from SU- SWV. I was saying, is one of the producers. Her and her husband tied of the show. Uh, it's a pre-Broadway musical. I recommend that y'all go see it. Uh, it's real good. It'll it'll be on the West Coast, I think, in uh, January. But keep looking out for the dates. Uh, I think we got to keep supporting our brand. I mean, there's 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 people in our culture doing big things man and you know uh i think we need to definitely keep that on the forefront uh and you know just just get out and do something playing playing your 2024 is never it's never too late man if you just got to take a road trip pull up a black owned restaurant there's several people on ig man that's rating restaurants and you go with it from there man uh just you know, if you want to hit New Orleans, that's a good spot too. You know, uh, give give a lot of those folks down there a shout. I mean, not just in New Orleans, anywhere, Mississippi, Florida, it all, man. I just, I just think we just got to keep our uh, our money in our community a little bit, uh, and I think that'll help in the long run. All right, man. I really appreciate you being on the show, and we're gonna close it out. And uh, we're going to close out New Orleans on the show. And uh, till the next episode, you guys have a blessed day. That concludes Tell the World, the podcast. Good night.